Welcome back to the Other Side of 45 podcast. I'm your host, Brandy Black. This podcast is about taking chances, owning my mistakes, addressing generational family trauma and curses, completing my 50 50s by 50 list, and my life as a single empty nester. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Hopefully you'll find this podcast helpful and you'll continue to listen. This week's episode, I'll be addressing only one of my many, many mistakes. Like most, I've had a few transformations over the years. When I was in my primary years, my twin sibling and I would put on shows for our family, things we saw on television, very corny jokes and skits. As a teenager, I was silly and liked to laugh. I recall my twin sibling and I would call people about call people by their opposite gender. If we were talking to a male person, we would refer to them as she and her. And if we were talking to a female person, we would refer to them as him and and he. It drove people crazy. As I moved into adulthood and into the workforce, I adopted a less silly persona for work. If you remember the 90s, the finger waving, neck rolling, no-nonsense black woman entered the scene on shows like Martin. There was the character he portrayed, Shanene. Even the character Pam, played by actress Tashina Arnold, embodied that stereotype. It was humorous at first, until it became the stereotypical black woman. This isn't about the stages of that stereotype. I can address that on a different um, podcast episode if necessary. So I was trying to figure out who I was and the type of person that I wanted to be. I want to be the type of person that gave others pause when addressing me with tomfoolery. And, and that felt right. Well, until it didn't. It didn't take much for me to go from zero to 1,000 for little things. Now at work, I did my best and then tried to maintain my professionalism. One of my first jobs was working as an assistant for a racist attorney. He reminded me often how he was the first white attorney in the small town we grew up in to hire a black secretary. He was very proud of this. He was an older gentleman and most of the judges and colleagues hated him. I know that because when I would talk to them over the phone, they would say, I feel sorry for you. He's a jerk. Um, They didn't use the word jerk. He was known for yelling and using condescending language. One day while filing, I found files with with letters of resignation dating back years from former employees, some of whom were college interns from colleges like Clemson and University of South Carolina. He kept them all. The letters detail how much they hated working with him, how horrible he was, some wishing that that he would spend eternity with Satan. His wife had a master's degree in computer science and had created a software that he used for his business. She had to quit her job to make sure he had a permanent person in the office due to the high turnover. I was not good at recognizing red flags at the time, and I should have known something wasn't right in the office when I interviewed for the job. His wife said the reason that she hired me was because I I listed patients on my resume. After leaving that job, I removed that from my resume. 
I remain what I call professional, but by today's standards, I would be accused of not setting boundaries. But I mean, that was a different time. I worked Monday through Friday, on but on Saturday afternoon, I would begin crying, literal tears, at the idea of going back to work on Monday. That's how stressful working with him was and how miserable I was. My then husband couldn't take it anymore. This was before we had children. And he told me to quit. Eventually, I too wrote my letter of resignation to be added to the photo resignation letters. When the attorney received my letter of resignation, he talked to me about leaving. And to my surprise, he was shocked. He told me he thought things were going well and that we were getting along. He even told me I could return and that he would write a letter of resignation if necessary. I wanted no part of that. I mastered professionalism, at least in my opinion. As the years passed, I got better jobs with bigger companies. I worked with more people who tested my professionalism. I was able to maintain my my professionalism for the most part but still had the no-nonsense, finger-waving, neck-rolling black woman stereotype. I didn't realize how damaging this was until one day when I was working at Progressive Insurance Company. I worked in a claims office. At the time, this was the largest office they had in Metro Atlanta. It was the office with the claims department, medical, and legal counsel. This was in the early 2000s, after my children were born, and during and after my divorce. I was a single mother working full-time with toddlers this office is where i met a man that would change and challenge how the type of the type of person i wanted to be so enter into my life wayne swanson he was a great guy married with a child around the same age as one of my children wayne was cool level-headed he was a co-worker everyone liked including me he loved his family, talked about them often, which when you're newly divorced was huge. Wayne was an HBCU grad. He helped to shape my love of HBCUs and black Greeks. Just all around great guy. So when I saw myself in his eyes, I knew I needed to change. On this day, many moons ago, Wayne came to me about something. Now, this has been a long time. Like I said, the girls were toddlers and they're 21 and 20 now. So I don't remember what he came to talk to me about, but it was something very minor. But for some reason, I got upset. I wasn't loud, but I was combative. He came to me later to apologize for making me feel the way I felt. That made me more upset. But it was that look he gave that changed me. He looked at me like, I, I, I don't know how to make this right with her. You could see him thinking about this in his face. He was lost and I felt terrible. I drove home replaying that interaction. And I thought if I could make someone like Wayne look at me the way he had, this was a me issue. From that day, I analyzed my interactions with my coworkers and others. While I liked the idea of people taking pause before trying me, I didn't like the idea of people who had good intentions getting caught in the crossfire of my quick temper. 
It took years for me to learn how to balance being professional and harnessing my temper while making sure I was honest and being true to myself. Even though I've mastered this, I'm still seen as the angry black woman. I've gotten that stereotype from people who have literally not had a conversation with me. But it was Wayne Swanson that helped me to become the woman that reasonable people would describe as nice, sweet, thoughtful, fun, silly, and professional. He made me look at myself and to focus on who I want to be, despite the preconceived ideals of others. After leaving Progressive, I held other positions. And if path managers were asked about me, they all would comment about my professionalism, level-headed demeanor, and sometimes silly. In my last professional job, the owner of the company gave me the title Director of Events. Now, I added this portion and would and changed my signature on my email to be Director of Events for the Bizarre Holiday Committee. I was known for creating the monthly unknown holiday calendar. We celebrated everything, like National Pickle Day and World Kindness Day. Now, at my current position in retail, I was asked to decorate the break room for the graduates. You can find those pictures of the decorations on the other side of 45's Instagram and the more recent birthday photos of the executive team lead for my department. The executive team lead told me that he knew that I will always do the right thing. So I feel confident that I have a good balance of professionalism and staying true to who I am, which is the teenage girl I was when I was being silly. Cause I like being silly sometimes. Now, Wayne doesn't know he had something to do with my transformation. He and I reconnected years after um, me leaving Progressive on Facebook. And no surprise to me, he owns a family farm, Swanson Family Farm in Hampton, Georgia. He's very successful. Successful? (laughs) I can't talk. He mentors black farmers. He posts about the animals. I love that he posts about the helper dog and the kittens he found and he adopted. I think he kept one or two of those kittens that he found. And just a few days ago, he was on the news. Now, he's been on the news a couple of times about being a black farmer. But recently, he was on the news as one of the several farmers that bought hundreds of acres of land in Georgia that they plan to convert into farms. So check out his business on Facebook, Swanson Family Farms. And I'll put the link in my show notes, which I'm working on improving for 2022. But thanks to that very uncomfortable conversation with Wayne, I was motivated to change me. Yes, I like being the co-worker that brings homemade gifts, that wears character masks to work during a pandemic, the one that wore a gold grill in my mouth for Halloween, the woman with multiple holiday leggings and headbands, the friend that sends cards to her friends to remind them that I'm thinking of them, the neighbor that creates a fake decorating contest and tries to out-decorate her neighbors. I call it a fake decorating contest because no one knows that we're in this contest but me. And I take that very seriously. I'm the so- I was the soccer coach, team mom, room mom, and woman in her mid-40s starting a podcast. 
I may be goofy, corny, silly, and in some people's eyes, a mean black woman. But like Mary J. Bly says in the theme song, for my life, just fine. I like what I see when I'm looking at me, when I'm walking past the mirror. Don't stress through the night, at a time in my life, ain't worried about it if you feel it. Got my head on straight, I got my vibe right. I ain't gonna let you kill it. You see, I went and changed my life. My life's just fine. This is the week of Christmas. Christmas is on Saturday. Hopefully you and your family can come together if that's your thing. I'll be working because I work in retail up until Christmas Eve. I don't know how I let that slip past me. Ordinarily, I would have taken Christmas Eve off, but I will be at work until 3.30. All of my Christmas cards are out. Well, they I got out today, actually. I got them out late this year trying to do this Vlogmas thing and wanting to record it, but uh, finally I had to give up and I just gave them. I went on ahead and sent them out this morning. Because I usually have them the first week. Like I said, I usually have them out the first week in December. That will not happen again. So, but check out my Instagram this week to see the greeting card holder I made. It's so cute. Well, I haven't made it, but it will be cute because that's all I will post is cute stuff. New this year with my family, we'll be celebrating Kwanzaa. I'm learning more about it. So follow me also again on Instagram to see what's going, what we're going to be doing for Kwanzaa. But from my family to yours, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Now, I'm not a religious person, so there's no collection to the ho- connection to the holiday other than it's a good time to get together. There will not be an episode next Monday, December 27th, 2001. I am taking that date week off because of the holidays. The next episode will be posted on Monday. January 3rd, 2022. So see you next year. Meet me on the other side of 45's podcast, blog, YouTube, and Instagram. New episodes will be released every Monday except next Monday. Thank you for tuning in. Please, please, please share and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts so others can find it. It helps me grow my podcast. Your feedback and support is appreciated.